0: From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam.
1: And welcome to Sports Info UM. Coach, what's going on? Not much. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama tonight. All right. Wow. Hey, um... The Crimson Tides seem like they're still in the hunt for the national championship, at least to make the playoffs. Hey. Uh, but coach, it's a whole lot of stories going on in the NFL that are not necessarily related to the field. And I think we should touch on them before we go into uh go on the field. And uh, you know, it's a big debate now whether you should spank your child or whether you should switch your child. And um, you know, I I, I just look at this thing as uh, wow. And and I'd be lying if I said I didn't get a spanking or a switch when I was growing up. But um, I really think that Adrian Peterson, his problem with the switch is that if his child was 10 years old, I don't think we'd be having this conversation. But at the same time, if he left those kind of marks on a 10 year old, we probably still would be having this conversation.
2: Well, Daryl, I think that uh, a lot of America's, uh, you know, kind of mixed feelings, a lot of them are saying just what you're saying, that the child was too young to have a switch taken to him. I, I'm not sure. I know this, that uh, uh, it's going to get pretty scary if, if it gets to the point where we can't discipline our children at all. Now, did he overdo it? Maybe he did overdo it. But I don't know if we should start making people lose their income. You know, two or three of the sponsors he had have pulled on him. And uh, and that's really affected his pocketbook.
1: Oh, well, yeah, it has affected his pocketbook. But I guess when you're when your net worth is around 20 million, uh, I'm not sure how how much it affects your pocketbook. And uh, he, he's almost at the end of his career. So I know he doesn't want to go out looking like this. You know, no. um, he, no. he wants to go out on a much higher note than this he wants to be re- remembered for a whole lot better things he wants to be remembered for almost breaking eric dickerson's record more than he wants definitely more than he ever wants to be uh, remembered for um putting a switch on his child and being recognized for that throughout the world and the thing about it is daryl he was before
2: this he was a first ballot hall of famer i'm sure
1: Without a doubt, he was a first-ballot Hall of Famer. Um, and and uh, you know, and who, who's to say that the uh, NFL players and the former players and won't um, vote him in the Hall of Fame for what he did on the field in the, in, as a first-ballot Hall of Famer?
2: Well, I don't know if, if he's never reinstated, Darrell, if he'll get that sh- opportunity.
1: Well, um, I, I know Agent Peterson's going to be reinstated Sooner or later, because we all, you know, you can't be punished for something like this for the rest of his life. And, um, and, and you know, and, and when, I, when I think about this whole thing, I really hope that this makes Adrian Peterson a better man and, and more than anything, a, a better father. You know, or, or maybe not, not, the, not a better father, but make sure that his relationship with his kids is, is, uh, is better and stronger. I, I really hope this there's a positive outcome on this whole thing, you know. On the other hand, you know, Ray Rice has come out, come out today, and uh, said that TMZ doctored up his tape, and that really wasn't him doing all of that foolishness on the tape. It's 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 doctored. Now TMZ came out and said, hey, we we when we sent the tape out, we sent a edited version and an unedited version.
2: Well, yeah, I know this there uh i I don't think the Ray Rice thing is exactly like the Adrian Peterson thing for me anyway, but uh i I know this that uh, I don't think either one of them should be restricted from not getting to play the game ever again. and uh like you said, uh Adrian Peterson's toward the end of his career, uh every game you take away from the man is a game less than he's going to have.
1: I, I would agree. Now, um, which, let me ask you a question. Which one of these issues do you think is worse? I mean, is it the Adrian Peterson or is it the Ray Rice? Or Are we talking about apples and oranges here? Or are we talking about the same thing almost?
2: Well, I think we're talking about apples and oranges because I think it's not the same thing. I think him striking his fiance then uh, in the head twice, you uh, know, and then dragging her out of it the, the, and, and what they're saying in the NFL and what the Ravens have said is that he lied to him about what went on in the elevator and that that was the big thing for them. But I, I, I don't know there. Uh, the thing with Adrian Peterson, I think he came out immediately and said, hey, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I I'll admit it. I whipped him with a switch.
1: So you're saying the Ray Rice is much, much more serious than than the Adrian Peterson? I, I would have to agree with you, Coach. But I think both of these both of these uh, men did not use any did not use good discretion, and, I, and, and especially the Adrian Peterson. You know, I, I might even can blame blame it on alcohol. Ray Rice, because when you look at them, they're in uh, Atlantic City, look like they probably been drinking and hanging out all afternoon, all night, and Ray Rice admitted that he was under the influence of alcohol. Now, by no means is that an excuse or a pass. Or or giving him a pass. By no means. But it does say that, you know, maybe there's some other issues
2: that don't involve just abuse.
1: uh, Well, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think, you know, if the guy was sober, maybe he never does this. It may, I'm sure he never does this. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he never does this. Now, he's, you know, I, I heard the real has come out and say he's going to be an advocate against um, uh, domestic violence, and um, I, that can't do anything but help his case. Um, right, and I, and I
2: think that he's sincere. I think the guy's uh, totally sincere. I think he's realized what a big mistake this was and how much it hurt not only himself, and his wife and child, but also other pro
1: athletes. I, I, I would agree. You know, um, now, on the other hand, you know, the Carolina Panthers, um, they lost yesterday. Cam Newton looked really, really, um, he, he didn't look good. He didn't look healthy. And overall, this team that's been um, a, a dominant defense for the last two or three years, just didn't look like a, a solid team yesterday. And I really think that this, this, this situation is probably affecting them a little bit.
2: Oh, I agree. And I think, uh, Daryl, what's happening is everybody in the league is pointing fingers at anybody uh, that's even in, in, cl- closely related uh, to anything that could be considered domestic violence.
1: Yes, and, and and Greg Hardy, Rice, and Peterson, um, you know, you, we're we're talking about probably three of the uh, the biggest stars in the league, um, and probably three of the highest paid players at their position in the league. That makes them the biggest stars in the league. But when we look at this whole thing, Coach Roger Goodell makes forty four million dollars a huh. year. Forty four million dollars
2: this year. That's a year. Well and you know the thing it is too, Daryl, is I think he's in real trouble. I think there's a lot of outcry uh, for the owners to get rid of him. Really? Now, yeah. I, 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 I think, five or six I've seen about five or six owners that people put the question to and they've all been real supportive of the guy. But I think eventually he may uh, pay an ultimate price.
1: Wow. Now, I I just almost think that um, this is a job that we've never seen anybody um, leave, having to leave this job. They retired from this job. Nobody. We've never seen
2: a commissioner forced out.
1: Right. Now, on the other hand, we've never lived... In the era that we've lived in, because hey, um, the era we live in right now is a, is a media-driven era. I mean, um, people people speak, and it's heard around the world, and I mean, heard around the world in a matter of seconds. Um, so this Roger Goodell thing has stirred up a lot of a lot of women. Um, it stirred up a, a lot of um, talk among uh, co- big time companies that support the NFL. And it makes you wonder um, when people start tinking around with these billionaires' money and I mean the owners of the NFL, are they going to tolerate Roger Goodell? how many more times, are there, how many more passes is he going to get? because he seems to have, have gotten a few passes on this on this issue here on these issues these issues. Well, you know at first Daryl he
2: said that he didn't know anything about the Ray Rice video and then he said that, uh, that no one in the front office did. And the only bad thing I've seen an owner say, and the guy from Atlanta said it last night, he said, well, if you're in charge of your company and someone does something wrong, the buck should stop at the top. And so if they did know about it and they didn't, you know, uh, pass the message along, then maybe uh, he is in a backhanded way. If you really didn't know about it, still,
1: uh, you know, should be held accountable. I think the 44 million holds him accountable for almost everything that goes on in the NFL, and uh, and I think you know 44 million says that you don't get a tape of him um, dragging this woman out of out of the elevator. You got to have a question in your mind. Hey, well, what happened in the elevator? What happened prior to the elevator? And come on, Atlantic City. That's that's like walking around in Vegas. You know you got cameras on you every step you take.
2: Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Darrell, that uh, when you say it like that, uh, you know good and well that he shouldn't have come out and said two weeks right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like you said, you know good and well it should have been supposedly he shoved her and she hit her head on the post and, you know, and then, of course, when the tape comes out, that's not the case. He, he, he struck her twice.
1: Yeah. So I still hold um, Roger Goodell um, responsible for, for not fully investigating this situation. I hold Roger Goodell responsible for allowing Greg Hardy to come back to the field after he had pled guilty. After you hear the nine one one tapes, where he tells the nine one one operator he's punched this woman and please come over there because he's getting ready to hurt her, you know. Come on, now when you hear that kind of stuff, he had to hear that nine one one tape. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, coach, you can't tell me that uh, the you know that the Carolina Panthers didn't know that this was going to be. An issue, and like you said, that may have been why they looked so disjointed yesterday.
1: I I would have to agree, but we 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 don't even think about it. Well, we haven't really talked about it. This guy Greg Hardy started the started a, the um the season. I mean, he started the first game of the season, and he would have probably still been playing if the Ray Rice second tape hadn't come up, Coach. Oh, I agree. And if if the Ray Rice situation hadn't come up, this guy would have probably still been playing without anything ever being said.
2: Yeah, you know, and I think that Daryl, that uh, that you know that for years, and we know this when when we back in the days when we played, you know, people just did uh, cover up stuff for athletes, and those, like you said, you can't do that anymore because uh, we
1: have such a a media-driven society? Well, I'm not so sure, Coach. Um, I I, I think it's still happening. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, that kids still get paid to come to colleges. And there's no doubt in my mind that in a lot of cases, if you can get to the front office first, it may not ever get out. It's some situations that it, 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 when, when when people have done some very stupid things, if it get to the right people and they can cover it up quick enough, we never know about it. Now, what's happening in our society now is that we have so many cameras and we have so many people taking pictures of you doing these stupid things that it gets out very quickly right away. So you can't cover it up. And I think also, Daryl, it's just like Penn
2: State, the Penn State thing. I think America... Has said, "Hey, you're you're accountable for the actions of your athletes at whatever level, and you and I have both seen high schoolers get
1: passes that shouldn't. have. College kids get passes that shouldn't have. Coach, we've seen guys hit people with the vehicles while they were intoxicated, and come back and play in this league. Oh yeah, and you, 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 kill them." You, yeah, oh, kill them. kill people, take their life, take their family's livelihood away, and come back and play in this league. So uh, you know, we, we, yeah, a lot of people have gotten the pass now. Um, honestly, if this had happened, if this happens this year, where a guy goes out and kills somebody, he'll probably never ever play again in this in the NFL. Right, right. You know, it, it just happened last year with, uh, with the guy from the Dallas Cowboys, yeah. um, the, the lineman. Yep. He was in the car with uh, with the defensive back, Brian. I think it was. Right. Yes. You know, and I, and, and, it, and it wouldn't surprise me if he, I think I heard where he was um, trying out for some team or working out for some team this year. Yeah. Yep. And, I'm, and by no means am I, I'm, now you, I'm really getting off the beaten track at, um, on trail here because these are apples and oranges. Because um, when, when that guy got in the car with Brown, um, he knew he was drunk. Both of them were drunk. You know, if you're right. going to let somebody drive you and they're totally intoxicated, uh, if they're intoxicated and you allow them to drive you, hey, you're, you're, you're a fool. And you have to be accountable for some of the things that happen to you when you allow somebody to drive you under the influence. Because you're, I know you got $50 or $60 in your pocket, get a taxi, to take you home, or NFL have resources where you just call someone and they'll come and pick you up. Right. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think that you uh, wouldn't, you
2: know, if you've got to be smarter if you're at that level of an athlete being paid that kind of money. Uh, yeah, let's, let's take a taxi back. I don't care if it's a $100 taxicab ride. Two hundred dollar tax cab bro. you know. You got to use good common sense.
1: I I would agree, Coach, and um, you know that's something that um, a a lot of guys seem to be hard. It's hard to come by for uh, for some people, and um, but at the same time, this is the the world that we're living in now. the, The more stupid stuff you do, the bigger the stupidity, the bigger the story, the bigger the story the bigger than TV networks that pick it up, you know, and, and sometimes it used to be a time where sports stories were just sports stories. Now they're at the top of the gossip column because these athletes now are making millions and millions of dollars. They're not, they're not, you can't say, well, Athletes are not compared to, to movie stars, they are compared to movie stars now. The salaries that these guys pick up every week $700,000, for example, with the guy Greg Hardy per week, and he's still going to get that money this year and not play a game, probably. And I'm sure if he's making $700,000, Adrian Peterson is making more than $700,000 per week. Hey guys. You're listening to Sports Info U.M. on the Voice America Radio. We'll be right back with more sports information.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
3: Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Are you a real sports fan? That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info U.M. Hey, Coach, that's enough of that, talking about all of this stuff that's going on off the field. I mean, come on. Let's talk about what's happening on the field. But what we okay. saw on the field on Thursday night, I'm not sure we really want to talk about it. Man, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers look like a high school team playing against, playing against the Falcons. I mean, wow. I, I'm not giving them high school. Let's say a bad college team. I mean, it, they didn't even look like a good college team. I think Oklahoma would have put up a better fight than Tampa Bay on Thursday night. The score was 35 nothing at halftime. And Daryl, the thing about it is,
2: is the players didn't seem to have any sense of shame about it. You know, you have to feel so sorry for a guy like Lovey Smith because you know the guy is a quality coach, and you could tell he was he was suffering. Now, if nobody else was, he was. I
1: yeah, he was. He was definitely suffering. Without and, question. Uh, and, You know, as a coach, uh, you can only do
2: so much, and then you you put those people out there, expect them to at least play with some
3: pride.
1: Yeah, you know, um, this guy Martin, the running back for Tampa Bay, uh, two years ago he came into the league and he just he he was burning it up. Last year he came in, he uh, I think he suffered a, a collar a collarbone. He broke his collarbone. Um, this year, he's already injured um, in the first game of the season, and he has not been very productive. He, he, he has, has had no production for Tampa Bay. And when you have no production from your number one running back, that's really difficult to, um, to be successful in, this, in the NFL. Um, this kid, Bobby Rainey. He's had, yep. he's had some bright moments for Tampa, and he had some bright moments in that game. However, he had, I know, two fumbles, and um, yep. and that's, that's, that's just, you know, for every fumble, my, my college coach, God bless him, Coach Joe Broski always said, minus 40 yards. I mean, if you got two fumbles, that's minus 80 yards. So if you, if you ran for 100 yards and had two fumbles, you only ran for 20 yards in his eyes. Yep. And uh, he, you know, this... It changes the complexion of the game, you know. Without a doubt, turnovers change the complexion of the game, you know. And and, and Matt Ryan, I, I have to applaud him for uh, the way he's come back and um, and played. He didn't play very well the first game of the season, however, um, he's 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 shown some really um, he's shown some brilliance in the last couple of games. You know, has one of the highest ratings in, in 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 the NFL right now. Last week, his rating was at one fifty five point nine.
2: Yeah, and the thing about it is, Daryl, is that uh, Atlanta, you know, New Orleans has been stumbling. They won last this past Sunday. But, you know, right now with uh, Carolina falling down this past week, uh, they are, uh, you know, they're looking like they're going to win that division. Yeah. Uh, so, Ryan, you know, get back
1: to the playoffs. I don't know what they'll do with it, but it looks like they'll get back. And, you know, um some people had, you know, thrown Steven Jackson away, you know, um, but Steven Jackson really looks like um, like he's he's showing some some improvement and he's going to be a productive running back for this team this year. And I think that was one of the things that really hurt them last year is that Steven Jackson just couldn't get the wheels turning and um, look like he's getting them turning a little bit for the, for the for the Atlanta Falcons um, this year. And, and Daryl, you know, you're a running back, and so you understand this
2: better than most people. You know, he, he ran all those years at St. Louis, and it was a different blocking scheme, a different timing scheme. And so for years, Stephen Jackson, I think, had uh, what he felt like was the best advantage for him to be successful. And I'm not sure that first year at Atlanta, they had a bunch of injuries, uh, offensive linemen, receivers, and uh, – and he just didn't get off to a good start like he did
1: like the other night. Uh, he looked like a beast. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, two 2-0 two, two teams went at it over the weekend, Coach. And uh, these two teams are not known for being 2-0 early in the season. But the San Diego Chargers and the Buffalo Bills both were 2-0. And, o. and um, you know, when you, if you were a betting man, you more than likely took the Chargers. Right. Uh, however, the Bills, you know, the Bills—they're they, showing some promise, and you gotta like what you see from them. Um, I don't think this is the old Bills. Uh, I think this is a, a new Bills franchise, and I think we're gonna see some see some noise being made by them this year. But um, but the San Diego Chargers and, and, and Phillip Rivers, hey, Phillip Rivers is gonna do his thing all the time. He he threw for over two hundred yards. I think it was two fifty six that he threw for eighteen or twenty five. Hey, a quarterback rating of 131.4. You know, those are those are good numbers, coach. And not only that, Daryl, uh the week before they beat Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Know, I, they're the real deal. I think they are. Now, um they also lost Danny Woodhead. Um he's he's out with a broken leg and uh and the running back Matthews, um he didn't he didn't touch the stat book at all this week, so he didn't play. Um Without those two running backs, um, I think they're, you know, they're going they're gonna have to have to depend on this kid, Donald Brown, uh, who, who they signed as a free agent from Indianapolis. Donald Brown is a good running back, but I don't know if they can put that kind of pressure on him. Last week he, had, he, he ran about 31 times. That's a lot of carries for Donald Brown, and, and Darryl, he wasn't expected to do that. In this
2: league, 31 carries, you can't do that for 16 games. It's just, you know, physically
1: impossible. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. It's just physically impossible. Yeah. You know, it, it, so I hope Matthews can come back and help this team. I really like Phillip Rivers, and I'm pulling for Antonio Gates because, you know, he's almost at the twilight of his career, and I just really want to see him go out with a bang. Coach, the Dallas Cowboys are 2-1. Looks good. And, and, and Yeah. They were down torn. came back. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, they were playing the Rams, but you got to play who's in front of you. Now, I guess I, I still look at Tony Romo and question his health. And, and, and this NFL season, it's a, it's a very short season, but it's a long, painful, drug-out season, physically drooling. I, I just don't know how, how well he's going to hold up under the pressure of, of some of the games that they did. They, not they, definitely have to play Philadelphia, New York, um Washington Redskins. You know, they're going to have have some tough games coming up. But this kid DeMarco Murray continues to continues to run the ball very well. 24 rushes, 100 yards. Hey, he he looks good. I and mean, coach, that's what's taking the pressure somewhat
2: off of Tony. You know, it's been a while since Dallas has had a running back that actually will give you a fit And he's giving them a fit. you lining up. You can't just cover, double cover uh, the receivers. Witten and Bryant, you're going to have to worry about uh, protecting against
1: the run. I I agree, Coach. And, um, you know, this kid, Des Bryant, is playing some good football, but we're not hearing his mouth. We're not hearing him going off on a sideline. You're not hearing crazy stories about he owe a drooler, $300,000. Three hundred thousand dollars. So you know you gotta you gotta um, applaud him for his maturity. It looked like he's growing up a little bit. Oh, I agree, coach. I think there's no question that he's definitely
2: uh, matured uh, the last well the half of last season.
1: In the beginning of this season, he's almost a different guy. Uh, he, he is. You know, I mean, and, and, you, and you gotta be happy with that. But coach, I guess when we look at the um, when we look at the Rams, and, and you got to find a, a there, there's a um, a silver lining in everything. You know this kid, um, Austin Davis, uh, threw yeah. 327 yards, three TDs. Now he also had two interceptions, but I I, I guess you got to look for the silver lining in this. And uh, I think Austin Austin um, Davis might be something good for this team. I, I oh, really I, think he might be something good. And I think what's gonna happen, Daryl, I think we're gonna see that this kid's gonna get nothing but better. Yeah. I, I hope so. I, I really do, because you know, I don't I don't wanna see the Rams being a cellar forever and ever and ever. You know, but Coach um Roberts team looked pretty doggone good. Coach the Cousins. The he's never gonna take that job away from cousins. <laughs> So you don't think he's gonna ever you don't think Robert's gonna ever play for the Redskins again? I don't think unless cousins get hurt. Okay. Yeah. Coach, would you sit cousins the way he's playing? As soon as Robert gets back, I'd sit cousins and I'd bench him and give Robert his old job back, Coach. No, you uh, wouldn't. <laughs> Coach, I know you too well. Now, you're right, Coach. You're right. I, I really think that uh, Kirk Cousins is a, is a nice fit for the Redskins offense. He proved that to us last year under Mike Shanahan, and he's proven it this year under Gruden. That he's a he's he he's one of those guys that he does what you ask him to do. He's not going to try to make more than what it is. He's going to rely on people to do their job so he can do his. He's not going to be running around and, and doing things he shouldn't be doing, breaking plays down that, that he shouldn't break down. I think he's going to stand in the pocket for as long as he can. He's going to get rid of the ball. He's going to overthrow people if he have to. He's going to limit his interceptions. I really think the Redskins got a diamond in the rough when they, when they decided to um, draft Kirk Cousins after they drafted um, Robert Griffin. They had to have a real good thought process because he got him in like the third round after they had had Robert in the first. Right, and, and here is Kirk Cousins. He has one of the highest quarterback ratings as well. You know, 30 for 48, uh, 427 yards, three TDs, one interception. Hey, uh, those are some heck of a numbers, coach. And, you know, they did go into overtime, but, hey, those were some heck of a numbers. And a great game, too. Um, the score was um, 30, 34-37, Philadelphia won. Yeah, when the Eagles are 3-0, coach.
2: Yeah, they are, and uh, everybody keeps saying Chip Kelly's offense won't work, but
1: it's looking awful good to me. It is looking awful good. Now, you know, there's a little controversy one of, some of Chip Kelly's players says um, says he practices them too hard. Uh, I hate to hear guys say things like that, because when you're pulling in $700,000 a week, how could you be practiced too hard?
2: Damn. Because you're in the league, you're in the league, and you're making your money you'll never make again the rest of your life. You better just suck it up. And not only that, they're three
1: and O. Yeah, how could you say something like that when you're th- when you're undefeated? You know, that's that's a hard thing to come by in this league too. Is being undefeated. Yeah, now, hey, you might so- complain you're 0 and three. Yeah, <laughs> but it's yeah. Right, I could see the complaint at 0 and three, but the, the Houston Texans are two and one. The Giants are 1-2, and two, and the Giants came out with a victory yesterday, uh, winning, winning by 30-17 to 17 over the Texans. You know, just when, we are, we're, just when we're about to throw the dirt on Coughlin, he'll come up with a win. And, and once he puts a string of wins together, you can almost count on him making the playoffs. And I really, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Tom Coughlin resurrects this team and take them to the playoffs.
2: Well, coach, I'll tell you, if he does, it'll be surprising in itself. But you know, I, you know that that group, you know, Dallas Cowboys, the Redskins, and the Eagles, that would be a hard group. I don't know if he can beat two of them. I think he can beat one of them, maybe. Uh, but I'm saying beat out their record because I think uh, I'm not sure with the Cousins kid now that you know the Redskins. And uh, and the Eagles, I think they're going
1: to have some pretty good records. You know, um, Coach, Eli Manning is a guy that we can never count out because when we do, he always comes back and makes us eat those words. And um, yesterday right. was a first game this season and probably going into about three or four seasons last year, three or four games last year that he did not throw an interception. Eli Manning did not throw an interception during this game. And uh, that, that's a big plus. And I, I know he has to feel real good about that. Two yeah. TDs, no interceptions. And he hasn't had that kind of game in a while where he didn't throw an interception. Well, I, yeah, I think, uh, you know,
2: he's got a new offensive coordinator. And I'm hoping that he's just starting to settle in to understanding this new system.
1: Well, when you look at his offensive of line, I, I, I think that's where the struggles start for, um, for, um, for the Giants. But, Coach, um, yesterday we may have seen a, a, the beginning of a, of a little era, I think, um, of an era in, in, in Minnesota. Um, the Vikings had to play Bridgewater, and he came in and, and, and did a decent job. Um, but yeah. they were playing the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints were, um, they, the Saints hadn't won a game yet. And I guess they were kind yeah. of licking their chops going, uh, playing the Vikings at home. Well,
2: the thing about it is, is Bridgewater showed me enough, you know, because I'm, you know, I'm going to watch the Saints games. And uh, the Saints uh, struggled stopping the kid. The kid is a real good athlete and he's, he, he seems to be pretty tough. And that's what you have to have. You've got to be kind of tough in the league. And uh, I'm not sure that Minnesota shouldn't just keep playing the kid.
1: I'm not sure if, if they – as a matter of fact, I think they probably, they're probably going to start him this week. It won't surprise me if they do start him this week. Uh, I didn't like the fact that he ran the ball six times for 27 yards. Sometimes you know, sometime run it for your life. Sometimes you make a big scramble. But um, he just really don't need to start start his career off running the ball because they're going to start expecting him to run the ball. But on the other hand, Coach Drew Brees had a quarterback rating of 120.3, 27-35, 293, two TDs, no interception. Drew Drees might be back on track. And, um, hey, if he's on track, you better watch out. Yeah, well, if New Orleans can start playing good
2: defense, I think their offense will carry them a long way. Uh, Because Atlanta beat them last time in overtime, but I don't know if they can do it at New Orleans.
1: Yeah. Hey, guys, we'll be right back. With more sports info UM on the Voice America radio right after these messages.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports.
3: Voice America Sports. Are you a real sports fan? That's Kwame Lassiter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The
0: fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They eat a vicious
3: ass and they move on. I just, and get I just ready think and that the coach it. made a mistake. All
0: crazy.
1: <laughs>
0: NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info U.M. with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoun3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info you, U.M. Hey, Coach, yesterday that, uh, Tennessee failed to... The Cincinnati Bengals and the Bengals look really good. I mean, this team looks like they're they could be the real deal. I, I believe you're right, Coach. I think their defense is showing.
2: Uh, you know, uh, Tennessee's offense has been getting everybody a lot of trouble, and they yeah. didn't
1: them any trouble. And and the Bengals are are three and zero. You know, the Baltimore um, Ravens they beat the Cleveland Browns by twenty three twenty one, but it was a really close game. And uh, and I think this kid Brian Hoyer is 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 the real deal. Oh, coach, he's kept him in every game. Yeah, every game. Yep. And uh, yeah, unless I he gets, the, I think unless he gets hurt, coach, I think Johnny football is going to stay on the bench. I think he may stay on the bench for some years, or because <laughs> I don't think that kid Hoyer is going anywhere. Um, but the Green Bay Packers um, lost to the Detroit Lions. Now, you know, you got to wonder how how good are the Lions? Makes you wonder. Well, Coach, I think they've, they're,
2: you know, I, I think they've got a good passing combination. I think their they're running backs are coming around, and they've always had a good defense. I, I just didn't think they could shut Aaron Rodgers and them down that much. You know, I mean, they, they scored seven points. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers for 162 yards. You know, yeah. that's just
1: not Aaron Rodgers' life. Well, Aaron Rodgers has always had somewhat of a running game in in his offense, and they, they depended on Eddie Lacy to come in and be a workhorse, and he just has not been a workhorse. He's been more like a, like a Shetland pony. He's not been able to hold it. Um, I mean, he suffered a concussion the first game, and maybe he hasn't come around. You know, maybe the NFL's playing him when they shouldn't be playing him because he's not healthy. But – um he's just not giving them what they need right now um, at, at that running back position. You know, but the Colts, the Jacksonville Jaguars did what they always do. Um, they lost uh, 44-17 to the Colts. And, and the Jaguars have come out and said, hey, next week, um, J- um, Borders will be playing. Blake Borders yeah. will be the starter next week. Are they going to start him next week? They're going to start him next week.
2: I think that's a good move. Yeah, it's a good move for uh, – I don't know if it's a good move for him. It's a good move for Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: let him earn a little bit of that money he's making, Coach. Now, the Oakland Raiders, right. they did what they always do. Um, and I'm sure I – don't, I don't think Jacksonville plays Oakland, but I know they wish they did. But um, the Oakland Raiders lost to the New England Patriots 16-9. Um, Janikowski kicked three field goals in this game um, – the Raiders just got to get more production from somewhere. And you got to wonder how good are the new England Patriots and they can only score 19 points against the Raiders. Well, I think they've been suspect all year,
2: but, uh, you know, they're two and one, but I'm not sure that they're, uh, any better, uh, than they were last year. And, uh, I'm not sure that they won't have for the first time in a long time. Uh, a, uh, I don't think they'll have a non-winning record, but they they won't have the record they thought they were going to have. Hey, um, the
1: the San Francisco Forty Nine ers are are really struggling. However, the Arizona Cardinals seem like they're they're breaking a stride and look like they want to do some things this year. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, the Cardinals beat the San Francisco Forty Nine ers um twenty three fourteen yesterday in Arizona. Yep, and I'm not and, sure, Coach
2: they they uh they didn't you know i don't think san francisco's looked real good to me
1: all year now i don't think they look real good either and um you know when we think about um them in the beginning of the, in the and during the off season you know there was rumors that the coach wasn't happy um he wanted uh, he wanted a, a more money or there's, there's some issues going on with with the head coach and management and you know there look like there's some some things that that are being covered up that are not really being talked about, and you wonder how much longer is Harbaugh going to be in San Francisco? You know, is he going to be the next Dallas Cowboys coach? You never know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you this that uh, the
2: guy's a good coach, but I think if you know, in, in any case, when a person is dissatisfied with uh, the guy that you work for, uh, that you pretty soon it affects your game
1: because the players pick up on him. Right. That's for sure. You know, Coach, I saw one of the. Um I saw a game yesterday, and I saw two of the worst offensive guards I ever seen play at one time, and that was the Miami Dolphins offensive line. Both of those guards are really struggling. I mean, they they missed Incognito in a very big way down there in Miami, and Tannehill is paying for it in a big way. He's probably going to get bitched in the next couple weeks because their offensive line is really struggling, and the Kansas City Chiefs came to Miami yesterday and put a whooping on them. Thirty-four uh, fifteen. It was a, it was a struggle for Tannehill, and their offensive line is really struggling. Well, I hope that uh, that Tannehill doesn't pay the ultimate price
2: for that. But you're probably right. He'll probably yeah. be the one that they make the scapegoat. Hey, we, we've I, seen some. I'm not sure that won't cost that coach's job too though.
1: Yeah, you know, and, 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 and Philbin is still dealing with that uh with, with the scandal from last year, with the um with the rich um the, the incognito um bullying Martin. situation. Yeah. You know, he, he still has that cloud over his shoulder. And you're right. If he doesn't win this year, I'm sure that that cloud is going to start to rain. No, probably going to have a little more thunder first, and then it's going to start raining on him, and he'll be out of there at the end of this year. Um, but, um, Coach, the Pittsburgh Steelers finally look like they got things on track yesterday, beating Carolina 37-19 in Carolina.
2: Yeah. But, like, but like you said, Carolina –
1: I think uh kind of disjuncted over that
2: hardy thing,
1: you know. Yeah. And 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 the fact that Steve Smith does not play for that team anymore, yeah. it 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 hurts them and you can see it it really hurts them. You know, I I give credit to this kid from Florida State. Um uh, he he's a he's a heck of a receiver. Can't think of uh-huh. his name right now, but um he you know, he's going to be a big-time player for um for uh, for Carolina, but he's he's about the only weapon they have on the outside right now.
2: Yeah, and besides well, Greg Olson, uh,
1: who's in there in the middle. Yeah, and and
2: what's so sad, Daryl, is that uh, is uh, Cam Newton is a special athlete, and uh, they've kind of used him a little bit, and I'm afraid that it's going to end up uh, eventually costing him part of his health.
1: Wow, in his I, career. Think, I think you might be right. Now, um, yesterday, the uh, two teams that met in the Super Bowl actually played against each other, uh, Denver Broncos and the, and the Seattle Seahawks, and this wasn't well, the much, same game, much better game. A much better game. Well, it went to overtime, Coach. Yeah, much, and much Manning, better game.
2: And, Coach, I'm wondering this. If Manning's team would have won the toss – who would have really won it? Exactly. Because at the end of the game, Manning was kind of having their number. So, and you so, know. He, came back, he brought them back, and I thought for sure that if uh, if Denver got the, uh, the coin toss, that it was going to be a, a different outcome. But, you know, uh, and, and Denver still doesn't have a good enough defense uh, to shut down Someone, you know, the Wilson kid's pretty smart. Uh,
1: pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, he is, Coach. <laughs> I think you're right. He he is pretty smart. Yeah, but hey, um, Denver Denver couldn't pull it out yesterday, and they lost in Seattle, which is a very very tough place to play with that 12th man up there. Um, the score was 20 to 26. But Coach, yeah. you know, you're in Birmingham, Alabama. What's what's it feel like up there about college football and the Alabama Crimson Tide? Crimson Tide. It's all big A's on a red flag. <laughs> Everywhere you,
2: you know, Florida kind of hung with them for a little while Saturday, and then it's like uh, Alabama after half said, hey, what is this? And then they yeah. just kind of just distance themselves. Uh, I don't know, Coach, if anybody in the Southeastern Conference can beat them. Uh, at one time I thought uh, Georgia or maybe South Carolina, uh, my Tigers looked terrible. And so it's not going to be them for sure. So I don't know exactly if there's anybody. But like you said before we came on the air, I, I would bet money that they'll be in that that foursome that uh, is in the first playoffs.
1: Yeah. And now um, Alabama is ranked number three. The number five team coach is the Auburn Tigers. Now Alabama beat yeah. Florida 42-21. Auburn beat um, Kansas twenty to fourteen. Now yeah. I know you know Auburn. Auburn is, is one of those teams that's that's going to be there in the SEC. They're going to be in that SEC title game. I, I'm almost sure of it. And last yeah. year they beat Alabama in the SEC title game. I know they got to be lingering in the back of um, Saban's head. And if he has an opportunity here, oh. he's going to really, really do everything he can to beat them. But I really think Auburn is a team to be reckoned with, not only for that possible one of those possible spots in that four, um, four um, game championship round, but they're going to be a, a, a definitely a spot for in that SEC championship game. You know, but Coach Florida State, um, Jameis Winston came out with his uniform on, and Jimbo Fisher had to send him back in the locker room and told him to take it off and get in the street clothes because he wasn't playing at all. On yeah. Saturday, yeah.
2: wow! And, and coach, I hope that again that this isn't all generated because of all the field stuff. Only <clears throat> the the interim head guy steps in after they had suspended him for half a game for cursing in the student union. Okay, and so uh, once again, so they they're going to suspend him for half a game. Well. Then this interim uh, chairman comes out and says, no, we're going to suspend him for the whole game. Is that enough? Know. Well, was that enough? I think that was more than enough. Uh, the kid cursed. I mean, he didn't punch nobody. He didn't steal nothing. He he cursed in the student union. It was overheard by some people. I mean, <coughs> I understand that that's not the way you want your athletes to act. I just don't know if you suspend them from games, but uh, we'll see. I, you know, uh, going forward, I really didn't – there for a while, I was wondering if uh, Florida State could pull it off without him at quarterback. That other kid didn't good the first
1: half. They really struggle. I mean, you know, they they beat Clemson, a 22nd ranked team in the nation, and Florida State is the number one team in the nation. Uh, they beat them twenty three seventeen, but it was not a real convincing win. By by no means, you know. But they, um, and the number two team, Coach Oregon. Um, hey, they still rolling. They they um they they won thirty thirty eight twenty one. Yeah. Got yeah, over Washington State, <coughs> you got a question on uh, what kind of defense are they working with out there, letting Washington um, score 31 points on them too, though. Well, Coach, you remember the first game of the season,
2: Michigan State gave them
1: everything they wanted for the first three quarters. Yeah. You know, Texas A&M rolled over SMU, and the final score was um, um, 58-16. And Texas A&M is a sixth ranked team in the nation. You know, the eighth, your your eighth-ranked LSU Tigers, Coach, they just couldn't get it together over Mississippi State. And Mississippi State looked really physical up front. Coach, and, and LSU was at home.
2: That's what yeah. I couldn't get. Yeah. LSU was at home, and the defense played, you know, was staking the field up. And I think they'll drop out. Uh, they'll probably drop down way low. Yeah. Well, well, they didn't just beat. They got beat down. Yeah, they, they, they did get beat down pretty
1: good. You know, but, um. Now, Mississippi State is now undefeated. And, and, and they didn't, I'm saying, they had some serious pressure up front. The whole game. And, and, and it, and it made a big difference for sure, you know.
2: Coach, who I think is going to sneak up on some people is Georgia Tech. You know, they beat, uh, you know, they beat Virginia Tech, uh, who beat Ohio State a few weeks back. And I'm not sure that they're not going to have some real trouble uh, with anybody that plays Georgia Tech this year there. Their quarterback can throw the ball, but he's also a great runner.
1: Wow. Well, Coach, we're down to the last couple of minutes. Um, you know, I, I, I really think this kid, Jameis Winston, has has some issues that have not been resolved. And I guess I really want to say, um, here's a kid that we talked about people getting passes. He's gotten some passes in high school. He's gotten some passes in college. And he's in an era now. He has to really, really watch himself because he's not going to get too many passes. He's running out. um he, he, he almost has a trail behind him. He's burning some bridges. I think this kid really has to watch himself. Somebody needs to get in his face. Somebody needs to talk to him. Maybe Charlie Ward needs to come back and have a sit-down, a one-on-one with him, one of, the, one of the most humble Heisman Trophy winners ever. Uh, maybe he can come back to Florida State, go to Tallahassee, and give this kid a, an earful because he's not listening to somebody. Because he's really making some bad decisions, and he and he's and he's going to hurt himself, and he's really making a mockery of the Heisman Trophy winner. Well, coach, you know the thing about it is, I think that's what a lot of you know a lot of the voters for the
2: Heisman have said uh, the last couple of weeks is that you know that was one of the reasons they didn't go with who was just the best athlete that year. That you had to have proven that you had a little maturity and you could. You have a little common sense and that you weren't going to disgrace uh, football by your behavior. And I'm not sure that uh, Johnny football or, uh,
1: you know, Winston now uh, are those kind of
2: people.
1: I I would have to agree with you, coach, you know, and, um, you know, um, I I didn't have too much of a problem with what Johnny football did. You know, those, you know, throwing up the the money signs and stuff like that. I, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, I didn't have a problem with him um, basically selling his autograph. I think a, I think a kid has a right to do that. Now I, I did I do have a problem with someone standing on a table saying obscenities. I do have a problem with someone possibly having sex with someone after they're they've passed out. I do have a problem with someone walking in a grocery store stealing uh, and walking out like it's nothing. Uh, I, I you know he he's he. This kid um, needs, needs to be sat down and talked to by somebody. And let's hope he gets what he needs, Coach. I really, I really hope he gets what he needs. Hey, guys, thank you for listening to Sports Info UM on the Voice of America Radio. We'll be back next week with more sports information, NFL, NCAA, and maybe even a little bit of high school football in there, too. Coach, good night and have a good one. Thank you, buddy.